Welcome to the Divorce Angel Podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Summerton. Attention business owners, senior managers and executives, your successful separation begins right now. We have the answers to the questions you did not even think to ask. Let's face it, you're already successful in your career and we're here to help expand your knowledge and limit your cost by designing a strategy for your divorce. We take all that business knowledge you've acquired and we put it to work. With proven strategies, systems and processes, we've saved our clients tens of thousands in legal fees and helped define their future. And now we're doing the unthinkable. We're revealing the secrets the lawyers have tried to hide and giving you our formula for five steps to a seamless divorce. We're changing the world one divorce at a time, so stay tuned. Hey everyone, and welcome to this week's podcast. I want to talk about something today that I'm sure is something that you yourself are striving for, because I know for certain it was something that I longed for, but couldn't actually put my finger on what it was. I've heard the word over and over again, and we fight for it in a lot of our communities and societies and countries. It's one of the greatest reasons that there's wars, and that is freedom. And I was wondering, have you ever asked yourself, how much are you prepared to pay for freedom? Because before you can ask yourself, how much are you prepared to pay for freedom? You need to first even contemplate a deeper question, and that is, do you have freedom in your life? Now, the reason this came about is with my clients, I do a like an exercise, and it's around our common goals and values in life. And it's strange because so many people think that they understand or know what their top values are. But when we go through this exercise, it's amazing how what they thought was important to them sometimes isn't. And I've come to learn that one of my greatest values in life is freedom. And when I look back now, in my 22 years of marriage, I was controlled and by no means, you know, was I controlled by being locked in a, in a room or, you know, controlled in a physical way. But when I think about it, some of the things that maybe I wanted to develop or explore, the decision was made, whether that be jointly or independently with my ex-husband, that that really wasn't something that we I'm putting in com- you know, commas around the we, we really didn't want to do. And it was years later, one day when I was standing in my backyard, I came to realize that I had missed so many opportunities that really I wanted to explore. Now, the thing with a relationship is there's two people in a relationship. So we need to be able to make sure that we've got the right values and we're working towards common goals and we choose those by our values. Now, if you and your ex or your current husband or wife do not have the same values, what happens is someone will start to control the other person, whether that be the person that's got the greatest power in the relationship. You know, someone could be bullying you or playing on your emotions, so making you feel guilty or 
making you think that you're doing something that you don't want other people to think that you're doing. Even though you're not doing it, you're made to think that you are. And the ability to act, speak, think and do as one wants, that's really what we we were all brought up to do. That's why our, you know, our ancestors went to war, to be able to give us the ability to act, to say what we want to do, to think the way we want to do, go out and do what really makes us happy. But then we get into these relationships that just become hard work and they become toxic because one person is overpowering the other person or before you know it you start mirroring each other's bad behaviors and I put my hand up right here right now and say this was one of my greatest learning curves in my divorce is I couldn't remember or I didn't see how I was mirroring all my ex-husband's bad behaviors until one day, and I've talked about this before on the podcast, one day my mum said, I just want the old Tanya back. Like I used to be easygoing. I used to be fun. But here I was, everything was too hard. Every conversation I had, I had to know the answer to. I was just a person that I really didn't like. And a friend of mine just recently was having a conversation with someone else and he was relaying the conversation to me and I just got this shiver up my spine and I did not like the person straight away. And when I really thought about why didn't I like that person, I didn't like that person because that person that he was talking about, she used to be me. And when I look at where I was and where I am now, It's chalk and cheese because when you're free, you don't feel like you're imprisoned or enslaved. And those words, you know, obviously if you've done a crime or something, that's really what they are meant to mean. But in some relationships, if you're in a relationship or have been in a relationship where it just wasn't one of a freedom where you could say what you wanted to say, that you could do what you wanted to do, or even just think the way that you wanted to think, then you are or you have been imprisoned or enslaved in your relationship. Whilst freedom in my interpretation is the ability to pursue happiness, because what it does is when you've got freedom, it leads you to have really original thoughts, creativity to come shining through, Enhanced opportunities come to you because you're feeling the best you possibly can. And even with increased productivity, there's just an overall higher quality of life. And back in the days when I I was married to my ex-husband, I never realized, I never fully realized how controlled I was. And he would never, ever, if you'd say to him, did you control Tanya, he would he would say no. He wouldn't have realized some of the the things that he was doing were controlling behaviors. And the reason that he was doing controlling behaviors, and I've seen this a lot in many, many clients, is it's just that person's own lack of security. So they think if they can control someone else, they're not going to leave them. 
They're not going to think bad of them. So it's not like they're doing it because they're bad people. They're just doing it because they've got their own issues that they need to address, but they haven't really understood or don't realize that they have those problems. And from that relationship, something else I've learned is that I have the ability to to stand up. I have the ability to choose my words. I've, it's in, or it's within me to be able to be triggered by what someone else says. So someone might say something to me and how I react or feel after they've said it, that's my responsibility, not someone else's. And on many, many occasions, I hear people really go into that victim mentality and say, such and such said this to me and it made me feel this way. That person who said that, they're either saying it because they want a reaction and they know it's going to hurt you. But just imagine if someone said something to you and it was water off a duck's back, you're not going to react. They're not going to get the response that they're looking for. And that really is true freedom. And it's taken me quite a long time to realize this because I felt like I needed to control situations. And looking back, there is no such thing as control. And when I really learned that, that's when I felt the most freedom in my life. So if we talk about what costs are involved with finding freedom, especially if you're talking about a relationship, and if you're listening to this podcast, the fact that you're here means that you are looking for some form of information or some glimmer of hope or some nugget that you can take away to improve your life. And that's why I share this stuff because today you might hear something that can make a big difference to how you react or what you say or how you negotiate with your partner. So if you've made the decision that it's time to go and you are now trying to get to that position of freedom. What is involved? What are the costs for you? Because they're a lot more than just money. You know, there's things like selling assets. There's the cost of time. There's the cost of making the wrong decisions because you're emotional. Like remember, just not very long ago, I said... If someone triggers you or makes you angry or unhappy or sad, that's your choice. You choose. You choose to have that reaction because it's either things that you haven't dealt with previously in your life or it's it's like a muscle memory from your relationship. And I know this for certain because I've been where you are. And I when I look back and think of the costs of the decisions I made because I was triggered or I was angry, they cost me a lot because for every action, there's a reaction. But the reaction we want is not one that's going to cost us making a bad decision or it's going to be a letter going to to the lawyer that before you know it, it started a war. We spoke about this at the start. When you're fighting for freedom, we've seen it in history. When we're fighting for freedom, we go to war. But we don't need to. 
It's the biggest lesson that I've learned from this business. It doesn't need to be a war. We choose to make it a war and that's the difference. You've got the choice. You still by every means have to stand up for yourself and put a a line in the sand and say, I'm not going to take this anymore. I'm not going to allow you to control me. I have the ability to make my own decisions, but it's how you choose to react to those decisions that will either get you through this quickly and effectively, or it will be like pulling an anchor through a sandy beach. It's just going to be such hard work. And I don't want that for you. Why people need me is because if they don't, what happens is they have a lack of knowledge. They allow their emotions to get the best of them and therefore they get triggered or make decisions on those bad or negative emotions. And in a lot of cases, we make decisions from the place we are now, not the place we want to be in the future. So if you think about it, how can you make a decision on the person you might be in five years when you're not even there? You haven't had those experiences to make those decisions of that person five years from now. But that's the value that I bring to my clients is when they want to make a decision, I can show them the way and say, do you realize if this is what you want to do, these are the consequences? Because for every question, there is an array of answers. But the more answers you get, the more questions you have. And if you haven't had the experience of knowing how the system works, what will happen, you can be taken down a very dark hole emotionally, financially, Even with COVID at the moment, we're seeing so many people that mental health is such a problem. And for a short period of time this year, I felt like that. And it reminded me of when I was going through my divorce. It reminded me of how lost and overwhelmed I was and how I was searching for the answers, but they didn't seem to be anywhere. Well, I had those answers now for my clients and I want you to make sure that you have someone like that in your life to just keep you. I want you to stay, let's say, vanilla. I want you to stay vanilla. I don't want you to be in the red. I don't want you to be in the black. I want you to be vanilla because when you make the decisions from that position, and you're not emotional in either way, that's when the freedom comes. And the freedom is so important because you want to be able to think big and really see your full potential. And by not having a plan, it's hard to even envisage what freedom might be. And so many people just don't want to rock the boat. They don't want to cause any problem. But if you want freedom, you've, like we've said, you have to sort of, you've got to fight for the freedom. You've got to fight for a better life. And maybe fighting's not the right word. Maybe striving is the right word. 
So I'm wondering, have you ever asked yourself how much are you prepared to pay for your freedom? How important is it to you? Or have you even recognized that you have a lack of freedom in your life? Because I, I felt controlled. I must say when I look back, I felt like something wasn't right. But I didn't fully understand the level or the danger and damage it had done to how I would think, how I would talk how I would do things because I was worried about the consequences to my ex-partner rather than what really truly made me happy. And I'm never going to be that person again, I can tell you right now. I now truly understand the value of freedom in my life and I understand that when I feel free, the opportunities just flow. I'm, I'm in sort of, I'm in a zen position. I'm happy no matter what because I know I've got the freedom of choice. And even in my current marriage, to say that I am free is a true, absolute, true blessing. So not only can I be free, but in a couple, and that's the greatest gift I've been able to give myself. When I look back, that's the greatest lesson that I learned. So right now for you, the takeaway is really contemplate, are you free? Are you free or are you tied to the bills? Are you tied to the expectations? Are you tied to what everyone else thinks you should do? Are you living in a house that you don't really want to be in, but you're there because of other people's expectations and interpretations of you and what should be happening in your life? I'm not saying that responsibility, you need to wipe all responsibility. I'm not saying that. But if you are responsible for someone else's happiness and it's costing you your freedom, then you are imprisoned, my friend. And that's one of the hardest realities for anyone to accept. But no one can break the chains of that imprisonment except for you. But to do that, you've got to understand where you want to go and truly, truly understand the value of freedom in your life. It's a pretty heavy one today, wasn't it? It was pretty heavy. Um, But some people don't even understand that they, they didn't have freedom. They have the right to come and go as they want in their relationship. They have the right to spend money. They have the right to speak, but they really aren't speaking their truth. Okay, my darling, I want you to have a great week and I want you to know that I'm here for you. If you really do need some help and support, book in for a 15-minute clarity call. 
because it could be a simple 15-minute conversation with me that will allow you to understand you have the power to be and do whatever it is that you want to do. You might just need to understand the steps you need to take to get there. All right, I'll talk to you next week. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Divorce Angel podcast. Go behind the scenes of my business to learn the secrets no one else will share. Deep dive into the Divorce Angel process and listen to our most popular episodes over at tanyasummerton.com. If you love this episode of the podcast, do me a favor and head over to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review so we can reach more people and change more lives. That's all for now and I'll catch up with you next week.